0: Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, thank you for your continued support. As a bonus for all of our listeners who want to try us out, head over to StickerGiant.com and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from StickerGiant. Let's get on with the show.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Stickers on the Mic podcast. This is Sam. I'm here with a very special guest this week. We have Shaquanda phoning in all the way from Harlem, New York. She represents Shaquanda's hot sauce. And we want to thank you so much for taking the time to phone in and speak with us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. You have such a unique story. I just couldn't wait to get on the mic with you. You're making an impact from across the country. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, Miss uh, As It Reads Shaquanda Coco Mulata, is that correct? Uh-huh.
2: Mulata, yeah, that's right. Get
1: it right, get it right. All right. Well, um, tell us a little bit about you. I mean, you know, of course, uh, the basics. We know that you know Shaquanda represents Shaquanda's hot sauce, but we want to hear about um, you know Shaquanda, the you know the the origin of what led um, to Shaquanda maybe from Andre. So tell us Uh about that. Uh And uh, yeah, what does the world need to know?
2: Well, I started um, my company in Bed-Stuy, which is where I'm from. Like I grew up in Brooklyn in the 80s and 90s. Just gave away my age, but that's okay. Uh (laughs) It's all right. I have no hair on my head. (laughs) (laughs) And I started making sauces and, Chutneys and stuff with my grandmother, who's from Barbados. And wow. I always, yeah, like I, I grew up having really delicious, seasoned, beautiful food. And it's always been a part of my life. But I didn't necessarily think that it was going to be a business venture. So funny enough, uh, I started doing uh, drag, and which is how Shaquanda was born. And I chose that name because I wanted to rep uh, my hood. And so, like, while everybody else wanted to be, you know, all these kind of, like, uh, mainstream or names that signified uh, whiteness, I chose to stick with, like, what was truly authentic to me. And and I really wanted to have a name that reminded me of a positive place in my life because there were always uh, the homegirls in my class had my back and, like, really like you know shaped me to who i am today yeah
1: no it's awesome yeah. i mean it's definitely a very afrocentric name um yeah. <laughs> uh, being being an east african myself when i heard that i was like okay this is uh, this yeah. is definitely some some culture in here
0: yeah um, so it doesn't, it
1: doesn't surprise me you know you come from new york which is such a melting pot of culture and uh, uh-huh. amazing place for for that and for culinary as well exactly you know
2: the name signifies seasoning you know what i'm saying <laughs>
1: <laughs> um So, you know, what, what was life like before, you know, getting into all this, you know, as, as Andre Springer, you know, did you have a career in culinary before it led to this?
2: Um, Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a visual artist and I worked in restaurants as well. So my life has been about food and performance. Um, I was a bartender and a waiter and a manager. Um, I worked in catering. I worked as an assistant for, events. I did video. I worked in styling and makeup, you know, as a typical West Indian, I had about three or five jobs. I was wow. juggling at a time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. Well, it sounds like you've, you know, you've done a lot of work in the fourth dimension. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And so, and, and, you know, Shaquanda was, was born at uh, a former bar, the Bowery.
2: Yes. It was at uh, this bar called the Slide. The so the slide was, um, yeah, it was like a really like notorious, uh, gay bar that had a lot of like raunchy stuff happening in terms of like kind of the themes of the parties. And so I was a bar back there and one night, uh, this drag queen who is now my drag mother, Linda Simpson, I was just so enamored by her and like the party and the way she hosted this fun event called Gay Jeopardy.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: And so I was like, I want to do this. And I was like, can I do this? And she's like, well, you know, would you want to like, you know, do something funny or would you want to be a drag queen? Or... And like I had done drag before, like as like a Halloween thing, but I always like to say that, you know, we've all done drag since we put clothes on mm-hmm. or since we've started to put clothes on. So this was kind of an interesting way to sort of develop a character or another part of my personality, if you will. In this more sort of uh, feminine gaze from a gay male lens, so that's how Shaquanda was born, pretty much. Yeah, it's kind of like an alter ego. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, totally. That's uh, that's awesome. Um, and so, you know, I see that you you had a few helping hands, you know, in your story. You know, as they say, it takes yeah. a village to raise a child. And exactly. When I read your you know story, there there's quite a few people that have come in and helped you get to where you are. Um, as far as like the design, you know, I know that when I read that, I'm sorry, it was Dominic Mandavi? Yes, that's correct. And helped you um, with the graphic design. And I see like, you know, this person was a longtime collaborator, meaning that, mm-hmm. you know, um, there were things that you had done in the past. And so before it kind of led to this creation of coming up with Shaquanda and the branding, what were like mm-hmm. some of the things you did leading up to this?
2: So our first collaboration started in college where we both went to Parsons, uh, the new school of design, or did they rename it? It's called the news. They changed this name Something. three times. after <laughs> name, same education, right? <laughs> Yeah. So at Parsons, we met at Parsons and I was in fine arts and integrated design curriculum focusing on sustainability. And Dominic was in the communications uh, program, but we met in our core class and we had an instant um, bond where we both shared uh, a same quirky sense of humor, like was really just kind of offbeat humor, really worked really hard at, all the things that we created, even though our aesthetics were, had some similarities, were, but were distinctively, you know, different. Um, and we made, well, he made uh, a book and he's like, would you want to perform for this book? And, you know, we can think up different ways of like each letter of the alphabet. And so the first collaboration we had was this small, like four by six uh, graphic, photo storybook and then after that it became every year from my birthday we made t-shirts for everyone and it was this sort of fun and interesting queer exploration of this drag character of mine and yeah every year for we gave out 20 to 60 t-shirts to people just wow. randomly oh.
1: <laughs> t-shirts. I feel like that's such a New York thing. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: you I see a lot of different style t-shirts in New York. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's really, really, really cool. Um, man. And so then, and so one thing led to another, you're doing uh, shows at this place. So, you know, it wasn't always like a hot sauce thing, I'm guessing, because no. you, know, you, you came up with Shaquanda first. And then exactly. as you were doing these shows, what did the shows consist of? before you had that aha moment of, of wanting to create like a product?
2: Well, my, my drag has always been less about lip syncing and more about personal interactions with people. So I was hired mostly to host parties or, you know, I have okay. done things on the stage, but the stage for me is on the ground with everyone else. And I was, you know, I bingo would be one of my favorite sort of drag things that I did with my drag mom, Linda Simpson. And it was more about being like, sort of like the Vanna White of the show, mm-hmm. but a little bit more, you know, hood. And I did that for a while. And I hosted parties with um, lots of like, kind of really legendary nightlife people like Lady Fag and Rainbow, And, you know, did all this, these fun parties like hosting and kind of like being part of the environment and giving, and showing people a good time and interacting with people on a personal basis. Now, when The Hot Sauce was created, Simon, who I had met in London completely, out of New York City, had moved here and asked me if I could perform in this new party he started throwing called Bushwig. Okay. And that's where I decided, I was like, oh, you know, I've been wanted to try this like sort of thing with taste and with drag and, you know, trying to... F- Make the best or most authentic portrait of myself. You know, all these different aspects of my life, like working in restaurants, being of Caribbean descent, and being a drag queen. And I grew up eating pepper sauce. And so, you know, the first batch was made to, you know, kind of just be like a tasting for people when they would ask me if I was performing. And I'd be like, right now. And so I would put, you know, put a, a dab of hot sauce on a on a plantain chip or a cracker or one of those, like those kind of buttery crackers. And people were like, oh my God, can I buy that? And I was like, no, you cannot buy that. This is my part of my, (laughs) this is my baby. Yeah, this is my performance. I need this. And my friends who were there with me were just like, why don't, you know, like you got all these bottles. Why don't you just sell them? And I didn't even think about, I didn't even know how to begin pricing. Like, I was just like, I'm just, you know, okay. And so I ended up, as a like a kind of like whatever started selling them for three dollars and so i was like on had my shopping cart and kind of strolling around the party just like you know sampling hot sauce and then you know selling it and then walking up and down the streets of bushwick with friends and you know they were shouting get your hot sauce get your hot sauce which is it was a really
1: fun day i've seen the videos (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is which, which you did an awesome job by the way um, that's, so in a weird like ironic kind of way it's like you were just doing something as a prop it's almost like the hot sauce was like a prop to your your act and what you were doing and then people mm-hmm. really really liked it so in a sense it's like you know Shaquanda didn't choose hot sauce hot sauce chose Shaquanda
2: yeah yeah isn't that yeah. funny yeah
1: <laughs> wow and then and then it all became a part of the act together yes so what was the reactions like when you were going around the streets of uh, Bushwig? Correct. Yeah. People were the a little bit like, kind
2: of like, yeah, they were like, oh. yeah,
1: cause it's, you know, As it says, you're you're giving people a performance of the mouth. You're you're giving them hot sauce and they're trying it and they've never met you. And you have this random person coming up to them in in the middle of New York and giving Uh them food. Yep, with makeup melting off
2: my face.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you walk away. Now, is this something that you just did one time or did you sort of continue this marketing tactic for a while and then then that's how you started to get your name out there?
2: It did. Like, I do Bushwig every year. Okay. And, like, it's... I think gonna forever be part, as long as that party exists, which, you know, it's a really popular big party now. So it's forever part of my story. And, you know, I show up in drag, not to all the markets, but for, you know, a good portion of them. And I think being in drag is like, you know, it's essential to the brand. And I do every so often go out on the streets with a shopping cart and some sauce,
1: <laughs> Just a shopping cart full of hot sauce. Yep.
2: <laughs> oh man.
1: That is awesome. And you know, this, this became pretty easy for you because, you know, having that culinary background, you know, mm-hmm. you, you started off with one and then I'm sure as you realized this was a thing, the passion grew and then you expanded it into multiple hot sauces.
2: Yes. So now I have four Um and they're you know, I have one that's kind of a take on a green, your typical green sauce, but mm-hmm. I wanted it to be more Bayesian in the sense. So I added like we eat pepper sauce on boiled bananas or boiled plantains. Okay. So I incorporated the plantains and added oregano because we really love cooking with oregano is one of our um, one of our herbs. And having that, like it, it became this kind of weird unique, like citrusy sauce. Mm -hmm. And then we got a spicier smoke one for people who like it a little bit more spicy. I mean, all my sauces are pretty balanced, so they're not going to be overwhelmingly hot, even though I have been, um, people have been approaching me about making a really, really hot one, Mm. which is in the works, but that one kind of scares me. (laughs) You see me personally,
1: I have friends like that too. They want the type of hot sauce that burns your eyebrows off. And to me, you know, I like the way you describe your hot sauce. Obviously it's called hot sauce for a reason, but you like to incorporate flavor and heat.
2: Exactly.
1: And, um, you know, typically that's, that's kind of the stuff I go for too, but Hey, that's the thing about hot sauces. It's like people, you've got a wide variety.
2: Yeah. And I want to make, I want to make for the most part, most of my customers happy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I will like in the near future release like a really hot one Mm -hmm. for those like serious pepper heads that don't mind they're burning butts on a toilet.
1: (laughs) Have you, have you ever been somewhere or gone somewhere and noticed your hot sauce?
2: Yes. It's always, it always makes me giggle or people will like recognize me from time to time. Or if I have, in a uh, no, yeah, sort of (laughs) locally. Yeah. Locally. Yeah. And I think the the hot ones really kind of made a, it was a great marketing, um, exposure and that, really increased my visibility and it's like become like a thing. And then I had a post from Alana on Broad City who I absolutely, you know, I love Broad City and I love her humor. I love her as a comedian. So that like was like really like, I was like overjoyed when that came out. Mm -hmm. And so it's like kind of, and then like friends will show me like pictures of people and random shirts that I have out there in the world. And then it's just like, they're like, Oh my God, look what I just saw. Like, you know, like I saw this I saw this kid in the grocery store wearing this shirt. Or like I'll get a picture <laughs> awesome. of like the sauce in someone's house. Like, you know, just like, oh my God. It's growing. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> well
1: the goal is to get it into some restaurants, right? Are you in restaurants? Oh a, yeah. I restaurants. I have now some restaurants, yeah. Or... Oh, real okay. uh yes. Because the restaurant industry in New York, I mean, the opportunities are endless, I
2: feel like. Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. like, It's a great opportunity for people to try it without committing to buying it because I think it is hard for consumers to jump to a brand if they hadn't had it first or don't know the story about it. So like having it at a, like, for example, I am at, um, Archie's pizza okay, and they're in Brooklyn and two locations and hot sauce is great on pizza. So that's like a quick kind of like way to experience it with delicious cheesy goodness. And then the other is at fat radish, which is a vegetable driven or vegetable focused farm to table restaurant that's been around for a while now. And, I like that, name. you know, really, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's, <like> oh, radish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: that's awesome. Okay. And, um, as far as, uh, you personally, what, you know, making the hot sauce is one thing. What are the types mm-hmm. of foods that you like to use your hot sauce on?
2: I really enjoy it on pizza. I like to cook with it. I like, am really into it for breakfast And funny enough, like I have like acid problems. I've always had like, like ulcers and uh, gastritis, (laughs) Maybe which is why I'm like not the biggest, like super hot one. Um, But yeah, it's like, I like it. I like the flavoring aspect of sauces. And if it's like a profile in like a certain cuisine or like, you know, I love like spice and Thai food. Like Uncle Boone's is one of my favorite restaurants in the city. And that's like, That's the kind of spicy, like it's, it's like really hot, but it's like a joy and a pleasure because they really know how to balance out all that heat with Mm -hmm. so many different beautiful flavors.
1: And having such a wide cultural background, I mean, Mm -hmm. it makes it easy for you. And I've noticed now, like, I mean, between, you know, Shaquanda, which is very Afro centric. Mm -hmm. And then I know you said you had some uh, Caribbean in there. And yeah my family you're yeah. West Indian in there so I'm like <laughs> yeah all right so is it is it like you're do you have a very multicultural family or is there um like are you are you well aware of what your actual
2: heritage is yes mm-hmm. yeah my family like I come from like as you know like when you're of African descent from the from this side of the hemisphere it's a lot of different things are sometimes it's not and that's you know Everyone, you know, I identify as a black man or as a black person, Mm -hmm. sometimes a black woman, I guess, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) I grew up with my, with my mother's side of the family and we are a combination of things from like African English, you know, like someone's grandparent was from India, like just a bunch of different Caribbean, you know, of African peoples that were slaves. and from my father's side my father i didn't grow up with he's italian american okay no my that side of my family is like very like new york long island you know white italian <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah
1: well i mean yeah, it, se- and- it seems like you know you have all, you know the best of all these different worlds and it it all came together to make this this culinary yeah. experience for the world
2: mhm and I love being half Italian too. Don't get it twisted. I get down with my tomato sauce and my pasta. <laughs> I'm,
1: still I'm still waiting to come to New York so I can try all the Italian restaurants they have to offer. Because oh, favorite. you have to go to Il
2: Buco. That one's delicious. Il Buco.
1: All right, I will yeah. do that. Do we noted? Mm-hmm. And so now you know you you have this this baby sitting in your lap, which um, yeah, you know, from the time it first launched, made its appearance in 2013 until now, you've been doing this for quite some time. And I'm sure it took a while to build and grow it. And it seems like it's really starting to take off now. Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel like you have a good game plan on what your future is for uh, Shaquanda and Shaquanda's hot sauce? Are you just kind of along for the ride right now? What what are you thinking?
2: I, I, you know, I am overwhelmed, but it's all manageable. (laughs) Like I... Yeah, I like to to think think several steps ahead. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And just, like, figuring out, like, delegation of, like, tasks and, like, expanding, like, my team. And, you know, in the beginning, of course, you know, it's, you know, it's very easy to get stuck into wanting to do everything yourself. And I think it's at this stage, like, I'm about to, like, start delegating, like, other things and hire someone, you know, another person to be part of the team and that is going to be beneficial and also take off a lot of stress but i'm i feel like i'm um in a lot of ways very prepared and in, in anticipating like future things that need to get done or like thinking in like possible timelines like thinking of what could happen and what can't happen like i think as like a business owner you have to think about those things and not be afraid to confront them
1: that's that's awesome I mean, it seems like this was a product that you just it was born out of just love for what you like to do, love of the community that you're in. And then it mm-hmm. took off. So now it's one of those like, well, I never expected this to happen. And now I'm just gonna, <laughs> I, now I'm just kind of uh, riding with the, the cars I'm dealt, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Um, wow. And so, you know, doing the the drag shows, that's obviously how it started. And you're still doing that now what other type of marketing things do you do to get Shaquanda's name out there in the hot sauce? Are you, are you traveling across the country? Are you still just in New York marketing? I know that you like to put videos out, which are awesome. Yes. <laughs> um, kind of where, where are you going with that now?
2: Um, collaboration with more artists. And I have like another video that will be out soon with um, a great uh, artist friend of mine and another artist. Um, and it's going to be a little bit more, I guess a little subversive in talking about or the video in context to queer history and uh, referencing another video. Um, so that's going to be coming up like shortly. We just have to do a little bit more editing and in terms of marketing in different States, like that's something that I'm discussing right now actually about doing some tastings in California and then going to Nashville and like around the South and sort of activating spaces there. Okay.
1: Well, Hey, everyone in America loves hot sauce, right? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so going back to like, you know, your, your, your niche audience, you know, did you, mm-hmm. you know, for, for people that are listening into this right now, this is such a unique story, how it came together, unique story, unique product. Um, what would be your advice to them? Because I know, you know, life is a journey. And I'm sure, you know, coming about something like this, it wasn't easy, whether it fell into your lap or not. Um, Mm. Is there anything that you want to share if there was someone listening in that maybe is, is wanting to walk in your shoes or is walking in your shoes?
2: I mean, it's like, don't be afraid or shy to ask for help. And just knowing that when you're asking for help, like that's taking someone's time. And so it's really sort of being very thoughtful about that. And I feel like a lot of people forget about thoughtfulness for other people's time and information and knowledge and how to really kind of use that knowledge, which is, you know, important and kind of keeping like a little book and a little notepad or even like, if you want to keep it on your computer, sure. It's important to start being organized and having this information readily available at times of need and not being afraid to deal with all the paperwork. That's the most kind of, um, it can be intimidating, but you know, there's always resources in the different cities that you're in with any sort of small business, small business district association, like they're there to help, like really look around for different, programs, either if it's through the library or if you have like a mentor or someone that you can have or start like a relationship with to get the sort of pointers on how to go forward. And just really knowing about safety, especially if you're going into a food products business, safety is the most important thing. So really making sure that you have all that knowledge and certification first before taking on or tackling like a new food business um plan that's awesome that's
1: awesome and you're right because from what I've watched you know you're very particular about the ingredients that you use yes and uh you make sure you keep it very very safe Mm -hmm. Shaquanda we really enjoy printing your labels we love seeing them come across the press
0: Um, (laughs) for everyone
1: out there right now you know that is probably, you know, taste buds watering right now because they're like, man, they've been talking about hot sauce mm-hmm. for 45 minutes. I'm <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to try this. How do people find you? You know, as far as you know, websites, social handles. If the world wants to get in touch with Shaquanda, how do they do that?
2: Well, they can find me on Instagram at Shaquanda Will Feed You, or online at www will feed you You can also find my products. Uh, and a, I have a stockist online so you can see where to find it. It needs to be updated, but as of right now, it's like there's things there. And then you can also go to hedonist, which is H uh, E A T O N I S T dot com.
1: Yeah, that's right. Cause you were featured on the show.
2: That's right. Yeah. They've been correct. so amazing since, since like the start of my business, they've been super helpful. And Noah's been such a dream to like, To work with. So I'm very happy and very lucky to be um, in, you know, good spirits with them and like doing business with them.
1: And well, you seem like you're on the right track and you're well on your way to success. Um, We thank you again for taking the time to uh, talk with us because we know New York time is money.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And to
1: all out there listening right now, these are the type of stories we love, very unique. And we're all about business marketing and growth. And every sticker has a story. What is yours? Thank you, Shaquanda. And we look forward to talking to you again real soon.
0: Thank you so much. That wraps up this episode of Stickers on the Mic, brought to you by Stickergiant.com. You can download us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite Podcatcher. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customers' sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to StickerGiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to Stickers on the Mic.